The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Let's go! Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, one-on-one showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. Listeners, please welcome adult star on the rise, Brick Cummings. Welcome to the show, Brick. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm glad to have you on as well. You definitely are a performer that should be on everyone's must-watch list, in my opinion. Like, people need to get tuned into Brick Coming. So I'm really glad to have you on so that, uh, you know, we can share your story with uh, my listeners. I'm all for it, man. It sounds like a dope plan. Perfect. I like stuff like this. Very nice. Okay, so I typically like to start off interviews by getting some sort of like general stats out of the way. So uh, what's your height and weight? Weight, I'm not too certain, but I can give you a range probably between 195 and 205, but I'm six foot three quarters. So you can call me six one if you want, but that's the official, it's six foot three quarters. It'll, it'll look like six one in the camera though. Especially exactly. Some, uh, some symbols on. <laughs> exactly. That's right. What's your ethnic background? I'm African American mixed with, uh, yeah, Native American. I'm 15% Cherokee. <laughs> That's a little known fact. <laughs> but yeah. What's your zodiac sign? My zodiac. Now, every time I explain my zodiac, people get. Like, oh, shit, for real? I don't know why I always get this response, but I'm a Gemini. Yeah, I mean, Trump's a Gemini. Uh, who was Robert Downey Jr. is a Gemini. I think Johnny Depp, oh, Captain Jack is a Gemini. Successful people. I mean, that's the point. So I like to, <laughs> that's what I like to think of when people say, oh, shit, you're a Gemini. We're like, well, you know, we got a good list of people, you know, depending on who you're sitting with. But, yeah. I don't know, people think I'm two-faced and all this, but, you know, not saying people that I know now, but that's a general, generalization of a Gemini. Oh, you're two-faced. I mean, you got a, you got a bipolar complex going on, you know, but I don't think I do. It's, it's a lot of stuff that I hold in, you know, keep it professional. Yes. To answer your question. Well, I am a Gemini, so I would not have judged you, uh, but we do oh, get shit. judged... I do agree with you. Uh, Tupac was a Gemini as well. Rest in peace, Tupac. Oh, damn. I forgot about that one. Yes. That should be the number one. I mean, you don't start off with Trump, but um, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was just flowing as it was coming to my head. I'm like, pause. But you yes. know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I totally understand. But, yes, uh, yeah, we do get a bad rap uh, because of the bad apples that are out there. But we're pretty chill people. I would say, yes, there are two yeah, sides definitely. to us, but if if you're cool with us, you don't meet the other side. I'm just saying. That's all, that's all I'm saying, too. Like, we're pretty chill. 
I we mean, are very chill. We only pop a... off if you come for us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't do that. That's like yeah. Mama bear protecting the protecting the cubs mixed in with a great white shark and a killer whale. Like it's like relenting. Yeah. It's it's a bloodbath. Because there's two of us. It's double the trouble. Takeoff from the Migos was a Gemini as well. Uh, Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I kind of got, I got put onto his music like kind of later in their career. Kind of, you know, they wasn't on the hot, on the rock. They was on the rise, but wasn't at the peak. But when they started, you know, making a buzz, because I didn't like them at first. But then I started hearing more and more of their music. And then I'm like, damn, who's this particular dude with this deep-ass voice with the crazy lyrics to me? They all, you know, rap great. But Takeoff was my favorite out of the group. And I got a bunch of songs in my playlist now I listen to today. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, he was a Gemini. And and the thing that I heard about him was that he was always an out-the-way kind of dude. You know, he was never, like, like he was always in his own world. I think uh, Twenty One Savage. He he said he said that he was saying that he'll say what up to you if you know him, and he knows you. He'll come say what up. Then he'll back off. You know, go do his thing. You know what I'm saying? He ain't even gonna be in no crowd. He ain't confrontational. So the way that things happen lately, that that kind of, it, it hit me in a certain way. I ain't gonna lie. Cause I was I was a big takeoff fan. So. I just wanted to put that out there. He is, he was a Gemini, too. No. Rest in peace to take off. No doubt, no doubt. And uh, how old so, are you? I'm 31. I'll be 32 in June, obviously. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. All right, so let's get to know a little bit about the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from Michigan. Um from a small town called Pontiac, about 30, 45 minutes from Detroit. But uh, it's considered like a country, they call it a country-ass town, you know. So, uh, you know, I I was cut from a different cloth, you know, look at things a little bit differently. Not not all that much different, but certain things that just don't rock with me. But it, it, it wasn't a town with much money. I grew up playing sports and stuff, so. So, yeah, I mean, small town Pontiac, the Silver Dome, you've ever heard of it, where the Pistons and the mm-hmm. Lions, when they had Barry Sanders, used to play. That's where they used to play at, in that little Astro turf. <laughs> but they popped that bubble. That thing is gone. So, yeah, I hear some good things about back up there, but I haven't been there as of late. So, but, you know, sometimes I miss it and miss the seasons. It's always uh, hot or a little chilly down here in Florida. Let's talk about what was going on in your life prior to entering the adult industry. Oh, man. Well, like I said, I kind of mentioned sports a little bit. So that was like a big part of my life. Um, I was very much... A, a lot of my mindset comes from my pops and my, and my mom. I mean, you know... Give credit where credit is due. Uh, I live with my mom majority of the time, but, you know, my my hard, like, resiliency, you know, once again, I get those things from from my mom, but I feel like my primary 
like where I really have a foundation from it, I watched my dad and, you know, how he went to the gym consistently. No matter how he felt, he'll he'll go jump rope the entire neighborhood, you know, without stopping. And coming back, he'll got to... <laughs> He got to jump in the kiddie pool to cool his ankles off and just sit there for like an hour or two. You know, so I watched that growing up and I saw, you know, my dad is, you know, he, he can lead himself. I saw him as a leader, somebody I looked up to. So I kind of took that on upon myself and, uh, you know, I'm playing sports. Football primarily was my thing. Uh, ended up uh, going from high school, playing with Matt Judon, who's currently – uh, he's an all-pro, but yeah, is that the word? He's an all-pro, plays for the uh, New England Patriots, played with him mm-hmm. in high school, and then going to, going to college, uh, playing with a couple of guys who played in the NFL and actually won a Super Bowl, uh, like Damian Williams, Randy Gregory, uh, who else, who else? Uh, um, I think it's James Will- James Williams. But basically, the school I went to, it was like a restart of high school because you're either there for bad grades or you had a bad attitude, bad behavior. Almost like jail <laughs> for college athletes. So I ended up going to this school in Arizona, top-tier JUCO football team, ranked number one at the time, uh, 2010, 2009-2010. Arizona Western College, and, you know, things didn't work out there for me. So when things didn't work out, and, you know, I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty details, but it had nothing to do with my uh, ability of playing the game of football. I was uh, – I had to – I had to take somebody's spot, basically. So I approved that to the coaches, and the reason why I couldn't play, you know, that I had as politics and all that. So it sucked. So I couldn't play on the team. And uh, when the season was over, I moved to Florida, you know, and, uh, you know, began a life here. You know, that was pretty much where I uh, started trying to figure myself out. What, I'm, what am I going to do outside of football? Because that was, like I said, a big part of my life. I'll train every day and I'll eat right. I'll watch YouTube clips of the best players at my position. That type of mentality, man, because I wanted to be the best, you know. And shit. It just didn't work. So I was kind of lost when I moved to Florida. Didn't know what to do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, sorry to give you, like, a long answer to a little bit of a short question. But no, that no, you're it. good. No, the, it was really interesting to sort of hear your history and hear your mindset as well. Because as you're talking about, you know, wanting to be the best, you know, in your craft – I mean, now you're in a very different field. It's, you know, it. I don't know if you anticipated it. Was porn something that at all crossed your mind as something that you wanted to experience? Uh, I'll, I'll definitely say this. It, it crossed my mind for sure. I, I watched porn before I got into porn. I mean, that's not the... That's not the question. Being actually in the shit was, like, the question. Like, could I actually do that? Because there's been a couple of times in my life where, I mean, before, you know, I got into a serious relationship, um, 
I am married on paper, you know, but I'm not going to put out any names or anything like that. But, man, I wanted to be in porn at, at some point. I, I took it serious trying to find out how to get in, but it's like it was, it's not something you just look up. It's like no direct answer. So I gave up on it. I was like, fuck it. You know, it's no big deal. I was probably like around, I don't know, it was after college, a little after college, a little bit after I moved to Florida. And I was just, I found out about swingers clubs and shit when I moved to Florida. And then I started thinking about the porn thing. But I couldn't get in because they never called me back. I would apply to different shit. <laughs> they just wasn't. It was like, nope, nope. But I'm I'm applying to places like black.com. And, you know, like now with a little bit of skin in the game, I understand like black.com, I don't know, have you ever heard of them? Of course, yes. Are you yeah, kidding? Black, so they're like up there with Brazzers and the uh, Naughty Americas. It's like it's a pristine vixen and all that. It's a pristine level of a production company and how they do their shoots. And they only have top-tier talent. I didn't know none of this. You know, like, none of this, like come on. I was ignorant to the fact. Is what I'm saying. So, I mean, that still didn't bother me, so I let this shit go. And and you, you were asking me, how did I get in it, or was that your question? Well, it was, uh, it, it was how did the idea come into your mind? But actually, the next question was going to be, how did you get into it? So you're kind of flowing right into it. If you want to start telling your story about how you got into the business, you're more than welcome to. Well, yeah, um, okay, well, I got to lay some context on how this happened because without context, it won't make any sense. And I want everybody to have a fair, a fair way of, I guess, hearing my side of it, I guess. So I mentioned that, that I was, that I am married on paper, okay? So uh, my wife and I had a falling out. This is before porn. And she goes her separate ways. You know, I mean, we go our, well, she left. <laughs> but the reason she left was because um, I, I tried to take us on a on a trip. And this, you know, this was my birthday and every, my 30th birthday. And uh, she didn't want to go. She just started a food truck. You know, she started up a business. So when it came time for my birthday to come around, she didn't want to go. But just a few months back, I did all this stuff for her birthday. She She's born in April. So I'm thinking, okay, my birthday's coming up. We're going to do something big. I plan to take us out the country, do something, you know, because I, I still have a day job. But, you know, to do something on the weekend. And, you know, she just wasn't going for it. She, she didn't want to go. It was, like I said, around June, so the beginning of the summer. And I ended up going on this trip by myself. And I, I was trying to actually bait her, bait her to going because I re- honestly didn't think she was not going to go. Because the, the stuff that I had planned for that, I, I couldn't, I can't hold a surprise. 
when I'm excited, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you on accident, off of pure excitement. I can't help it. I want you to have a good time. And I told her, you know, all this shit that I planned and all this, that, and the third. So on the day actually comes for the flight to head out there, you know, she really stayed. And, you know, I'm flying over there in an empty seat next to me. I'm like, good grief, man. My own wife didn't want to go. But, you know, that, that happens to be the case. So I go over there. It wasn't that great. Come back. My wife leaves me because she thought I was going off to go cheat with another woman. Um, she's gone. You know, I have, a, I have a daughter as well. So, you know, no family. I end up becoming homeless. You know, I just ha- just so happened to have a job where uh, my boss, he let me sleep on the couch. And, you know, I'm a AC technician in the day. So it's like a garage. Like, that's the office. And they had a couch in there, and he let me sleep on the couch with me and my two dogs. <laughs> like, I, it was nothing to my name. It was, I had nothing but a car. And shit sucked, man. It's, yeah, that, it was a painful time. And I, I would go through social media and see my wife having a ball. and She would tell me that she's had better dicks and all this other stuff. I'm like, wow. Like, this is before porn, man. I'm going to church meetings because I, I'm so-called having a, a problem with porn. And I, and I didn't think that was the case. Uh, I thought I was totally fine. I actually didn't even watch porn that entire stint of my wife leaving. Like, my the, the second time I got introduced into any type of porn was what I'm going to lead into. But... You know, I'm going through that little tribulation, and I'm at work. I'm driving on the road, and I see the I see a billboard on I-75. Exotica is going to be in town on these dates. Uh huh. I was like, oh shit. I was like, huh. I said I wanted to go to one of those things. And I was like, my job, I was at the porn meetings and all that for like three, four weeks. You know, taking time after work. I'm tired as shit to go to these things. And, you know, I'm all depressed. My wife is gone. I'm like, fuck, bro. I need to get out and do something. And that's when I saw the billboard. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to that. I bought the VIP, whatever the shit they had. I'm going to do it big. I'm going to enjoy myself. I didn't get my mind off this shit, man. So my mindset going into this thing. I have no recollection of how this any of this goes. <laughs> Keep that in mind. I'm rolling up to this place, and I know what to expect. I immediately see, like, it's like a Comic-Con for strippers or, or something. Like, that's how I would describe it at first glance, because all the people walking outside, crazy costumes. You haven't even been inside there. It's just all the porn stars are in this hotel, you know, connected to the convention center. So they're walking over and stuff. And you're like, wow, good Lord, what the fuck? Oh, my goodness. You know, you're going crazy. You're like, wow, I don't know what I'm about to get into, but this is looking good right now. So I get in there. I take my little VIP ticket, and I go over to get my drink or whatever, and there's a crowd of guys near the bar, right? 
I'm going in there and grabbing my drink. I mean, I walk in and I see like, you know, the chatterbait, webcam, ring lights, like 20 girls lined up over here, all these boots and shit. I, I still don't know what the fuck is going on, but it just looks like it's a bunch of organized chaos. It looked crazy. So I was like, let me go get a drink so I can enjoy this. So I go get a drink. And these crowd of guys, there was this one particular guy who was doing all the talking. And so, you know, he was around, uh, like, James Angel. That That's the one that I think Ned Nasty, Nade, Nade Nasty. Yes. I want to say, I think I said his name right. I want to say he was there. I'm not, I don't, yeah, I, I said it. But if I'm wrong, I apologize. But it's another guy who was also there, but I don't remember his name. But I remember James Angel because he had the he had his hair blown out and shit. So I was like, okay, you know, they're having a conversation. I'm grabbing my drink, and this guy, you know, I hear a voice. Hey, you ever thought about being in porn? I turn around. That's the guy who's doing all the talking. I was like, are you serious? He said, yeah, absolutely. I had to sit there and think about it. I was like, I'm like, uh, okay, this guy here in this porn building business event is just asking me about being in mainstream porn. Because he told me he was with uh, Hussy. That's who he worked for. or worked. I don't even know if he still works for them. So he said, Hussy. He said, yeah, I've heard of them. And he was like, have you ever heard of See Him Fuck? I was like, no, I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds familiar. And he was like, well, yeah, let me, you know, he pulled up a video and showed me. I was like, oh, I've seen that shit before. That's not my thing. But, you know, I didn't know what that that website was really about. It was like, I'll see a girl in there, you know, on a thumbnail, I'll click on or whatever. And won't really rock the whole thing. But he told me the gist of what CM Fuck is based upon. Because I said, all right, yeah, I, I'll do this shit for what you got. So he was like, I was looking to put you in the scene for CM Fuck. And I'm like, okay. He showed me the video. I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that shit. That's not really my thing. Well, he was like, well, yeah, it's, it's for, you know, quote-unquote, the gay market. I'm like, okay. That, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gay, bro. So I think I'm out. Like, that's, that was my red flag. I'm good. He was like, wait, hear me out. He said, basically, the girls, they're just going to be sucking your toes, eating your ass, and the last 15, 20 minutes, you fucking regular. So the sex is all with the woman. So I had to think about it. So I'm like, huh, okay. I will only be okay with this is because just like before shit got bad between my wife and I, she kept asking to eat my ass. I don't know why. I was something I never asked for, but she just out of nowhere wanted to start eating my ass. I'm like, no. I'm good. I don't want you to do that. Do you know what happens back there? Like, are you serious? I don't want your mouth near that. 
I kiss you every day. She's just like, I really want to do it. I'm like, this goes on for a few weeks. And we go, we go to marriage counseling, and they talk about compromising and shit. So I'm like, okay, keep your wife happy, happy wife, happy life. She keeps asking about it. Okay, babe, if you want to, if this makes you happy, I'll, mm, this is me compromising. Okay, you, you can do it. She does it. I don't like it. Hey, babe, did you like it? I tell her, it, it, it was cool. It was cool, but I'll never ask for it again. Never. <laughs> Not ever. And so she asks. Probably like a few days later, she wants to do it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, I told her I don't want to do this no more. But if I say no, am I being a bad husband? Like, all this shit is running through my head. So I said, okay, baby, if you want to do it, go, go ahead. Go ahead. She does it again. And then fast forward to meeting the hussy guy. I'm like, oh, I've, I've had that before. My wife just started doing that shit. So uh, I guess this would be cool. And so, yeah, you know, we did the scene. It was actually with a chick, a porn star. I, did not, I don't want to call her a chick. But she was somebody, somebody I was familiar with, uh, Camila Cortez. My very first ever like porn scene, and I was I was super excited for that scene because, uh, like I said, I was a fan of hers. Still am, just saying. But I couldn't believe like that was my first thing because you know I've gone through the trenches now. You know you got to build your name off this, that, and the third. You know everybody's not a Camila Cortez. You know what I'm saying? I'll just put it that way. Um. But it's been a cool experience. And from there, uh, after the hussy scene, um, and I just got to say, like, that ex- that whole experience, my first time, this big-ass mansion, like, two minutes from my day job, had no idea there was a porn house over there or whatever. And shit, bro, that, that was great. But after that scene, they didn't want to sign me or anything like that. So I was just kind of like stalemate. I was dead in the water, right? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody told, somebody was telling me about, oh, God damn, I forgot about this part. So just to rewind a little bit, um, the, the guy who introduced me to the opportunity, right, he invited me. and. and I'll just put this out there. He's gay or whatever, but I I didn't judge or whatever or anything like that. And there was a nude beach and all this shit, like, the same weekend. He was like, hey, man, you should come to the nude beach. I've been to this beach. But he goes out there, right? I go and meet him out there, not to hang with him, because I know what he about. I'm not trying to be around him at all. But... He's there, and I get there afterwards, and there's a ruckus. There's, like, a buzz going around about him. And I just met the guy, like, the day before. And so the people that are there, they're like, hey, man. They're like, they see that I, you know, I approached them when I got there and stuff. So they came up to me and was like, hey, man, is, is that your homie? 
like, well, what's wrong with him? I'm like, well, what do you mean? I don't understand what's going on. He's walking around grabbing, grabbing dudes' dicks. Like, he can't do that shit. He will get beat the fuck up and then thrown off the beach, probably arrested. I'm like, oh, like, I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm like, uh, like, that's not an everyday you hear it like, yeah, it's just dudes going around grabbing dicks. Like, what? Like, I didn't even know people did that shit and thought it would be okay. But, hey, that's him. So I kind of calmed them down, explained the situation like he's an agent or something. I don't, I don't know, but I'm supposed to be building this business relationship and all this shit. Like, I kind of don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I apologize. I'm apologizing for him. Because <laughs> they was really ready to, to to murder this guy, but you know that that whole situation that that kind of told me who, how he was because he didn't act like that when I first saw him. So like random people telling me that shit I ain't never met before was a big red flag. So, but after that whole uh, see him fuck scene, it was uh, I was dead in the water and I was just trying to make content. But then here comes the Flores Triple X. Um, have you heard of them? Yeah, heard of, of course. Yeah, 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 100%. Oh, yeah, man. They, they've been my saving grace, man, because I don't feel like anybody, no other production company out there would have banked on me as much as the Flores Triple X has. And the Flores Triple X has been super dope to me. Under while me understanding and learning how this industry is navigated as a talent, man, like they're top notch. I mean, I they let you, they let me, they let me do scenes with other production companies. They let me do my own OnlyFans. Now I say that because then, you know, vice versa, you're not allowed to do that if you're like exclusive or whatever or depending on what the company in which I'll talk about, you know, maybe every person is different. But from what I understand, when you're exclusive or you sign to a, a production company, you can't shoot for nobody else. There's certain things you can and cannot do. So I'm like, wow, you know, this is nice, you know. So, you know, they they came in the, in, in the fray, TJ and the team. They've been around for about a year or two. When, by the time he found me, and he wanted to give me a shot. And, you know, my first shot with him, with that production company, he put me in a scene with Isaiah Maxwell, who had just won AVM Male Performer of the Year, I think of 2022 or 2021. I think it's 2021 because I think the following year, Jack Slayer, was 2022, which in mind, uh, the Flores Triple X have worked with, you know, they, they, they be, they be doing certain shit, but, um, it was Deanna Dior as the female talent and she just won female performer of the year. I think 2022, I want to say, but she was definitely like a big name star. Definitely. Most definitely like on black.com and all that shit. And I'm like, okay, you know, I did two scenes, 
when uh, they flew me out to L.A. And that was dope, man. That was dope. But, you know, I, I knocked it out the park for him, and he wanted to sign me. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, man. Like, I'm, I'm homeless, bro. What you mean? <laughs> like, so, you know, now everything's all good as far as, like, living arrangements and stuff. You know, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's a big upgrade from where I was before, you know. And that's all thanks to TJ and, you know, Forest Triple X, you know, guiding me, making sure I do the right things. And, you know, you know being, being on, on a straight and narrow path. Let's talk about your name, Brick Cummings. How did you come up with your performer name? Well, I don't know how common this is, but I was sitting at Flanagan's with T.T. Pog. If you ever you ever want to look her up, T.T. Pog was sitting down with me because uh, this was after the nude beach incident. They invited me to go hang out with them. We went to the Flanagan's in Miami, and I didn't have a name at the time. And I asked for help because they were all like, you know, amateur, experienced, and and all this shit. How do I come up with a name? <laughs> I couldn't think of nothing. So she was like, uh, "Go, go to Google um, Generator." Like I've I've heard of that. I can't remember if she said she used it or not, but that's all I did. I went to Google Generator. I put in a couple of different things, but I ended up at Brick Cummings, like, on the third try. And I was like, that sounds solid. And I was like, hey, TT, how does this sound? Like, Brick Cummings. She's like, I like it. I like it. So, yeah, yeah, we'll go with Brick Cummings. Yeah, let's do that. So, it was no creativity. Man, I went to Google. I didn't know what to do. Can I just so, say, that's some of the most random shit I've ever heard in my life, but I like it. Because <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous, but it, it's so real. Man, I'm trying to tell you. I like it. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just in that dinner, man. It was, uh, look. At a fucking Jay Flanagan's, which there. I do love me a Flanagan's, but it's just, it's, it's, yeah, man. it's. That was a nice one. You couldn't make that shit nice. up. Nah, nah, man, nah. I do have some creative juices, but nah, nah, I don't say like that. I can't get that off the top of the head like that. Right. But yeah, yeah. that's where it came from. All but right. everybody just calls me Brick now. <laughs> I like that better. They're like, hey, Brick. I'm like, damn, why did I think of that shit? But then, though, this is what I didn't realize. There's a dude out here, Brickzilla. Brickzilla, like, yeah. Fuck. So just having Brick, oh, might, that might have been a little too confusing. Man, I was just like, man, I hope you don't think I'm trying to like, you know, this came from Google, bro. It wasn't okay, it's me, just, bro. it's Google. Was, Blame Google. It was yeah. Google, man. I wasn't trying to hit carp on your name or nothing like that, bro. <laughs> I mean, I never met the dude, but I just know he's a big, big timer, you know, male performer out here. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, though. He had did he had did a uh, a black dot com scene, I think it was called Full Throttle or something. It was like him, Isaiah Maxwell, Ricky Johnson, uh, is it Rick? Yeah, Rick Nasty. Uh, all, all the it was like all top 
top-tier talent male performers. And it was like Slim Thick, Vic, um, fucking fuck, what's her name? Not Blondie Fesser. Savannah Bond. Savannah Bond. Mm-hmm. I think, not Violet. Not Violet. What's her name? Good grief, man. But it was like three others. They did this fire-ass thing for Black.com. And I was like, man, they had all the Lamborghinis and stuff in the trailer. And that shit was looking dope, man. But then, but then I know I'm kind of like just, you know, bearing off a little bit. But I was kind of, I was kind of geeked about this one shoot. And this chick that was in that, in that same uh, Black.com shoot was Slim Thick Vic. And I was super excited to see the Slim Thick Vic scene, man. She's a personal favorite of mine. <laughs> and I was like, TJ asked me, he was like, hey, man, like, who would you, and it was around my birthday when the scene was shot, so it was kind of like a birthday gift. So I was like, he was like, yeah, man, who, who do you want to shoot with? You know, we're going to be out in Vegas. You know, we're going to shoot some dope scenes. Who would you want to shoot with? I think I had to bring her up. Or he gave me a couple of options. I can't remember if there was a second option. But when this, once Slim Thick Vic became, like, in my mind or available or he mentioned it, I was like, Slim Thick Vic. Slim Thick Vic, please. <laughs> to go. Let's do it. Right now. So, yeah, that was a dope scene. Um, yeah, sorry, man. I kind of geared off the road on that one. No worries. You're good. You're good. In total, how long have you been in the business? October. October was a year. This past October was a year. So since this past October made it a year was from the uh, the first mainstream scene with CM Fuck. Oh, okay. So October 2021 was the first scene. And so now yeah. you're, you're a year and some change in the game. A year, yeah, exactly. A year and some change. Okay. That's what's up. What do you enjoy the most about starring in porn scenes? What do I enjoy the most? When I'm a a fan, I guess. I don't know if a fan or it's kind of like like actors, movie movie actors, right? When they get a chance, they're coming up star, and they get a chance to work with someone who they idolize or something, a fan of when they were growing up. And they didn't know they were going to get on that path, but they ended up being, you know, something in that field. And they shoot with a Denzel in a, uh, in a co-starring movie or something like that. The Will Smith or Tom Cruise, you know, some young star. Never thought they'd have a chance to be in the same room as this well-accoladed, uh, you know, I don't even know that's even a word. But this well-decorated person in the industry, you get to shoot with them, whatever the industry may be. doesn't matter. You get to work with them. I, I, I cherish those moments, and I appreciate those moments because, it, you know, it's a humbling reminder, you know, because, you know, being a year and some change in, you know, I hear certain things that I've experienced, you're not supposed to experience until, like, like two to five years. You know what I'm saying? I, I ran into a lot of people in this industry as, like, pro amateurs. They've been in the game 10, 15 years, and they, they never had a, 
a Bang Bros or something like that. So, you know, that just kind of brings the full circle with the Flores Triple X, you know, the connections that, that he brought to the table, the value that he brought into the table. Uh, you know, it makes this whole experience more enjoyable because I didn't know shit from shit when I came in here. So, you know, he taught me a lot of the game, you know, showed me the ropes, just continuing to show me the ropes. And, yeah, man, like th- those are – those are those uh, those times when I get to shoot with a big star, man. That's what I enjoy. Just just get to shoot with him. That's it. <laughs> How would you describe your fuck style? Hmm. That is a very loaded question. Right? That's a very loaded question. Okay. My fuck style. Because you see, man, I like to fuck. Then I like to fuck intimately. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah. But it's kind of along those lines, that, that style of fuck. It's like slow fucking. But when I want to, like, rough fuck you, it's not crazy. I ain't going to punch you or some shit like that. Because I've seen some scenes where a female's getting literally punched in the fucking face. That I can't, I, I don't, I can't relate to that. I like to choke a little bit, a little light choke, depending on how much she could take, you know, how much she wants. I love to spank a nice ass. I can't help myself when I see a nice, wobbly, soft ass. But I know that sounds a little bit weird, but, you know, that's just what I like. You know, just going in depth there. But I seem a little bit in between, man. I'm like half and half. I go slow. I like to... To, to to start with that, but then it ends up being like a rough fuck. By the by the time we're done, I'll fuck the shit out of you. Not you, but you know a, a woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like making them squirt. Like I, I'm a gradual incline. For some reason, I don't know why I'm like that, but hey, man. I like it. Whoever I'm with, they like it. I say my last one where I did it that way was like Bella Scorpion. That that thing had just dropped like a week ago, and you will kind of see it on display. You 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 will see me in scenes, <laughs> do a lot of positions, and you won't even see me do all the shit I I, I really wanted to do, but I'm I'm doing shit for the camera. Man, because I don't know if you've seen, like, my scenes, but I'm position heavy. Because I'm always thinking about the best angles for her. You know, how is she going to look? Because porn is not about, like, you just fucking. It's about how does it look on camera. And you have to make it look good for the viewer or the consumer. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's my... That, that's definitely my mindset when I go on to a, to a set, man. Like, the body type, what's the best thing to do with this body type, all that. So uh, I'm constantly, even during mid-scene, like, you'll, you'll see me thinking, like, what can I do next to this motherfucker here? What can I do next? Because this shit look good. I don't have enough time to do all the shit that I want to do when I should have seen, to be honest. Well, you're actually kind of leading me into my next question. Since you mentioned positions, 
what is your favorite position to express on camera? Doggy style. Doggy style. And it's not like, man, it's not like the, it's certain doggy styles that I just don't care for at all. So I'm, I'm that, I'm that kind of guy. When it comes to shit looking a certain way on camera, my preferred way of looking at the doggy styles with both knees, both of their knees spread wide apart. I want to see buoyancy. I want to see how it moves. Because us as guys, right, I think Steve Harvey, he mentioned this one time before. And I know I'm, uh, I'm quoting Steve Harvey. <laughs> but he said, us guys, he was asking a question about someone like, what do men like or some, something like that, like in the bedroom, if I can remember correctly. But he was like, yeah, men like to see, see things move. We need to see something move. Like, you, you got our attention if we see shit moving. And I can understand that. Like, like that is an excellent depiction of what, at least that's what I understand from a man perspective, at least for me. I need to see, like, an ass jiggle, a titty bouncing, not even, like, stiff titty, not, like, implanted titties. Like, they just stuck in one place. Like, does it, does it look like a water balloon or something? Like, does it move, make a wave? Like, I look at that type of stuff. Like, so that's why doggy style is my favorite position because I like ass. And I like to see the way a ass, uh, different ass moves. Like, the girls that I shoot with, uh, for like florist amateurs or my my OnlyFans, they gotta. It's just I I go ahead and pick them. Like I go and look for them. So I'm gonna go get what I like. To be honest, I'm not gonna, and that's majority of the time. I'm not gonna get something that's like I can't get turned on to because that's my thing. I like a nice derriere, you know. Shit. But yeah, to answer your question, dog style is my choice of position. So far in the time that you've been in the industry, who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? I'm not necessarily looking for like top five or anything like that. Just, you know, performers that come to mind as great experiences on set. That's a great experience, man. It's a, it's, it's a few. It's a few. I mean, I have to narrow it down to one. Just who have been some of your favorites? Oh, okay, not okay. your most favorite, just favorites, so you don't get in trouble. Some of my favorites, in general. Um, there's Gracie Baby. Um, she was. We did a scene together on Bang.com, and she done some scenes for Force Triple X. Great energy every time, all the time. There's Hot Wife Heidi. Uh, out of Charlotte, she's always, yeah, she's always fun to shoot with. I saw with her twice. Uh, one solo scene, me and her, and then a group scene with me and uh, Massage by Black. That was good. Uh, Carmela Clutch, she was, in, she was definitely a, a, she was enjoyable. Like, I enjoyed that. She was enjoyable. She was uh she's 
at the time when we shot, she was well-seasoned in the game, giving me pointers, you know, uh, you know, being perfectly honest with me, you know, being my friend and all that. She was dope to work with. Carmela Clutch was definitely another one. Uh, who else, man? I mean, I can keep going. Uh, Yavana Carlo. She was dope. She was very dope to work with, man. Um, Bella Scorpion. Like, and, and mind you, man, I, I don't, I don't usually fuck off camera. So, like, when I get a chance to shoot, most of them are pretty enjoyable. But, you know, those are the ones that stand out, you know, as of right now. And those are, are my most recent ones, some of my recent ones. Now, let's talk about people you want to work with. Let's, you know, let's manifest some scene okay. work for you in the coming year. Who are some performers that you are interested in working with? Are there any performers out there that you would love to do a scene with that you haven't done a scene with yet? A scene, man, shoot. There's one. I bet nobody, I don't know. But Gia Vendetti has been like an all-time favorite. Uh, she's not even, I don't think she's even in the game anymore. <laughs> but if she comes out of retirement just one time, I'll please, Gia Vendetti. Uh, Peyton Presley, for sure. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I heard I'm not good enough, so, you know, I, they may not work, but I'm just shooting a shot. Pew! You know, just saying. But it is what it is. Peyton Presley, Gia, and Daddy. I ain't gonna lie, that Slim Thick Vic was like that. That happened though. I did not expect that to happen that soon, but it happened. Um, bu- 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 uh, oh, oh, Brianna, Brianna. Ah, God, ah, God damn it. Brianna, she was on Bang Bros recently with uh, that, that that kid. She's like a, a, a Latina chick. Uh, Brianna Arenos? Man, I can't pronounce her name right now. The dog on it. I don't get too many Latina opportunities. As much as I like. But I think it's Brianna uh, oh. I don't even want to butcher her name anymore, but uh, she she's somebody I want to I want to work with. I think she's Colombian. She has blonde hair. Uh, Mandy Moose, Gia Page. I mean, I, those are people that's not even in the game right now. But who else? Willow Ryder. We worked together a few times. What's her name? Tokyo. 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 I can't remember her name. Tokyo. Golly. The fuck? Oh, Savannah Bond. Oh, those are work with Savannah Bond. That's another one. What? Uh, Mona Azar. Siri. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I think she's been out here recently. Siri's another one. 
Ooh. What? Man, I can keep going, man. But, <laughs> shoot. Try to... Mia Malakova. Once again, she's probably not even even shoot. Brianna Bounce. Who, who else can I think of, man? Got me about to go into my library. I'm about to start looking. <laughs> I think that's a good list. Oh, one more. One more. A real league. A real league. That's, yeah. Yeah, man. A real league. For sure. Since we're talking what? about performers, I want to get your take on performers that have inspired you in the game. Are there any performers in the industry that you look up to whose career trajectory inspires you in what you're trying to do? I'll definitely say Isaiah Maxwell. I mean, the, the, at the time that I met him, was very, in the very, very early, like my second shoot, I met Isaiah Maxwell. I'm sorry, third shoot. And he he told me some nuggets, man, that I still run with to this day. Like, I think one of the, I remember the first, one of the first things he said was uh, he were, he learned how to stop, like, falling in love on set. And, like, always look to make the female talent comfortable. Be appreciative, appreciative that this, you know, this woman is allowing you to get paid for this. Like, approach it with a certain level of respect and dignity. Don't be a, don't be a weirdo, you know. And, you know, just be yourself. And this is a guy that, when I met him, like, before the scene, this big-ass scene I was supposed to be in with him and Jenna Dior, I'll see him in the corner, you know, on the notepad, jotting down notes. Like, this guy just won Male Performer of the Year, mind you. And he's taking notes. I'm, I'm looking like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? I got my dick in my hand. I don't, I'm, I'm, like, geeked and, like, nervous at the same time with butterflies. But, you know, me and him had a little solo chit-chat. He's a super dope dude. I mean, shit. I don't know if he'll you know, be uh, bothered by me telling, saying, you know, how he smokes his weed and all that. But I, I just got to say, I was very intrigued with the way he smokes his weed. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, he, you know, he has his weed. He was rolling up a, you know, something to fire it up with. And he'll put black pepper, dried up cranberries, you know, all herbs within herbs, if you hear what I'm saying. And he was like, hey, try it. You know, like, it's much healthier. I was like, I never heard such a thing. But it tastes like a, like a full-course dinner in your mouth. Like, it, it's, of course, it's in your mouth, but, like, through a, a blunt or a, a joint, it tasted amazing. I couldn't believe, like, how this was. And I was super, super gone out there in uh, L.A., man. That was, that was a good time. 
Yeah, he she he showed me how to be humble. He was humble as hell for him to be a male performer winner of the year. Just carried himself in a certain way. I was like, man, I, I want to carry myself like that around this bitch. <laughs> he well, he'll walk into a room and he'll everybody be talking. He'll talk to everybody. He's not one of those types, man. So I like I definitely uh, respected his, the way he moved out there when I when I saw him with my own eyes. So that's definitely somebody I, I look up to in this industry, and like somebody I want to emulate. That level of character and professionalism, and yeah, man, he, he's a good dude. So yeah, Isaiah Maxwell, I, I guess. Not I guess, but yes. <laughs> Tell me about your OnlyFans. Tell me about the content that you create and that you drop. What kind of content can the listeners expect? Man, my OnlyFans, man, I'd be going crazy because that's, that's my time where I can do what I want. You know, you don't have to do certain things. You know, you're shooting for another production company. You got to do it the way that they want to do it, how they want to shoot it. So OnlyFans, you have your own freedom, obviously. And, you know, 4-6-triple-X gives me that freedom when I shoot with them as well. So that, I find that dope. It's called Gonzo Style. But you can find on my OnlyFans, man, I, I do a lot of crazy positions. You can find me with the, the nicest, juiciest ass that I can find and put it on camera for you so you, you can have it for your pure enjoyment. You know, go ahead, get your flashlight, do your thing, and and watch how I work. Cause I, I feel like I do it just a little bit different. Not to be cocky or anything like that, but I feel like there's a market out there for what I'm trying to push, and I feel like that market hasn't been tapped into yet. So I'm working on it. I'm drilling into it, and I, I just want to keep bringing the fire, the heat that people like. And, you know, I get I get a good response, man, in the comments, man. So uh, I really appreciate the love. You know, I'm starting my VIP account soon. Um, you know, with all the pristine and, you know, the, the best content, probably that Slim Thick Vic, when it hits, is going to go to my VIP. So if you want to see that, you know, that's where you got to go. But <laughs> uh, my producer was telling me, he was like, hey, man, I ain't going to lie. That was a good-ass scene, and maybe your best yet. I've done a lot of scenes up to that point. He's like, you look like you enjoyed that one. I was like, man, I told you. So that scene is going to hit probably within the next month or two. But you'll see, uh, you know, little trailers, clips coming out prior to launch. If you're looking out for it, I have not even seen the footage. I've only seen what the – what y'all seen. It's a little – uh, compilation trailer out there with snippets of that scene in it, and that's about all I, that I know about the scene. But I know I went crazy in this scene. I know I did. My producer saw it, <laughs> and I was kind of shocked with what happened in that scene too. I ain't gonna lie, because I I don't see it too often, but something happened in there, and I was I, I surprised myself. So yeah, just to put that out there, my OnlyFans is gonna be popping and still growing. Very nice. How often do you update it? I typically drop like the, the, the schedule now one to two times a week. 
you know, depending on how, you know, how everything is flowing, do I need to put out another scene? Are people still feeding off this scene or do they still, you know, are people still getting to know this scene? Is it still popping out there? So it depends. It depends on what the, what the weather is like, you know. But typically one to two scenes, I'm always shooting. Man, like coming from work, going straight to a shoot or shooting on the weekend, I don't, if I got to shoot, I go shoot that thing and, you know, store it up. It's a lot of stuff y'all haven't seen yet. So we got a valve steel. That's coming out soon. Look out for that. That was, uh, we had had a lot of towels for that one. That was all over the place. That was a good scene. Got Stephanie Love. If you're looking out for that, me and her got a solo scene. That's going to be hitting the platform. And things are, you know, are looking good, man, looking steady. We just dropped the Bella Scorpion and Ivana Carlo. Go get those, man. Go get those. Those are nice scenes. If you're an ass guy like me, you're going to want to see this. <laughs> now it's time for the big question, a question that I'm sure a lot of your fans might be curious to know. How much is brick packing? Oh, how long? Bro, I'm not that big, bro. I'm not that I'm not that big. I don't even know the measurement of it. Um I'll say seven and a half to eight, I guess. But um like I know where I'm at in this industry. I'm it's a it's a lot about like dick size and, you know, shit like that. I'm not up there on that scale. I'm honest with myself. Like it don't bother me at all. <laughs> I know I, I know my lane, and that's the lane that I I gotta be in. This is what God blessed me with. But hey, man, I, I haven't had a complaint from any females about it. You know, not fitting the bill. To me, to my personal opinion, I always think my shit is like not big enough. Even going back to my my wife, I'll tell her, hey, hey you know, I'm gonna take this pill. You know, you know what I'm saying, like. Make, make this shit look bigger. She's like, no, you don't need it any bigger. I'm like, oh, okay, you sure? I don't believe it. But that's just me, like, me and my imperfection, you know, looking at myself. But if, if it's doing this job, I'm still getting bookings. I mean, like I said, I don't know the exact measurement. But it's, it packs a brick, though. It, it packs a punch. There you go. Yes. It packs a punch. Now, That's all that I needed to do. Exactly. Now, in uh, a porn scene, the cum shot is always incredibly important. You know, the pop shot is the money shot, as they like to say. Do you do anything in particular to try to make sure that the pop is good in a scene? Do you do... Yeah, Do you, how do you prepare for a scene where you know, you know you're going to have to pop? Mm. Well, every single I have to pop. I mean, some people do the fake pop, you know. Um, but when it comes to, like, mainstream porn, like, you know, the Bang Bros, and these are the only ones outside with Bang.com. You got to come for real. Any other way is, is like a slight. You know, it's not a good thing for a male talent. You won't even get hired back. If, from what I've heard, 
if you can't come. You know, and that's all based on markets and things of that, that nature, you know. But what I do to prepare, I think about not doggy style, but I think about a blowjob, how I would like it. And, you know, that's in part with, you know, getting to know the girl, even though I don't do very good at that when I show up on set. I go straight to the back, and I just, like, sit down until I meet it. Like, I stay out the way because she's always doing her makeup and whatnot. But, you know, when she's done, I try and get to know her, talk to her a little bit, do a little social media post or something. And, you know, get in the mind frame of, okay, you're you're about to have sex with this, with this girl. You know, find out what you like about her, you know, and go from there. Anything that you need to get yourself to that point for when you need it, you know, you're ready to go. And they're, they're typically, they're always fine. They're always beautiful women, you know. But to show up on set just to be like, all right, ready to fuck, you know, every day you may not feel like fucking. You know, that shit happens. So you got to have, and that's some, that's another thing that Isaiah Maxwell taught me. He's like, you got to be extremely imaginative, you know, when you're in this business because come shots for male talents, you know, we have to come. If you don't come, it's not good. And everything is about getting booked and rebooked. So, you know, and that comes with, that comes part of it, coming, literally. So, uh, you know, that works for me, uh, imagining a, a nice, sloppy blowjob with her doing it. Like, I imagine that when they say, all right, here's the come shot scene, get ready. You know, so that's what I typically do, but... You know, that also varies on, you know, the girl. Some girls may become quicker than others, and, you know, that, that's all of that. There ain't nothing wrong with the girl. It's just maybe we didn't click all the way we needed to click to if it took longer or something like that. But there's never not a scene where I didn't come for real. Like, I always nut. I get my nut. I don't fuck off camera. So when I get a chance to nut, for real, I'm a nut. I ain't doing no fake nothing. Nothing. <laughs> All the comings is real. All the comings is real. Yes. Every, from the first to present. From seeing him fuck. And you know from that video, all the majority of the comments was like, damn, he came alive. <laughs> like, he nutted a lot. Hey, man, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I come a lot. I don't know why. Maybe because I eat onions or something. <laughs> there you go. You found yeah, the secret. Yep. <laughs> Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about yourself. Something quirky. Something unique. I mean, shit. When I take a shit, I, I cover my ears. I don't like hearing myself shit for some reason. <laughs> okay. That is unique. Yeah. I can't stand that fucking sound. I, hell no. That's coming out of me? Oh, fuck that. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't know. That, that's just one thing that's popped in my head. But um, something unique. I mean, I'm, I'm very punctual when it comes to being on time and all that. So I, being accountable, traits like that, those things like, those things kind of tick me off when people, when I find people, some people are not accountable. At least that's same degree that I am, because I, you know, I go out my way to be accountable, you know, things like that, 
But um, hot sauce on my pizza, I need that. Hot sauce on my eggs, I need that. Shoot, what else? I mean, if you give me time, I'm sure I'll come up with something, but... Corky. Mm-hmm. And I'm a weird dude. It's hard for me to come up with something that right now. Like, I don't know what to even splur out there. I'm at a brain fart right now. <laughs> no worries. Describe yourself in ten words or less. Charismatic. Resilient. Strong. Mindset. Smart. Cunning. Interesting. Cutthroat. No, let me take that back. No, I'm not cutthroat. I'm not cutthroat at all. No, I'm not. Um, a lover and a fighter. How many was that? I think eight. I think it was eight or nine. Mm. King. I have king vibes every now and then. This is between you and me. And everybody listening. <laughs> Yeah, them too. Yeah. All right, as we start wrapping things up, I have this list of uh, sort of pop culture oriented questions that are designed to allow the listeners to get to know some of your favorites. The first question in this set is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? My favorite television shows? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't watch much TV, man, to be honest with you. Uh, I watch a lot of movies, though. But the most recent shows I've watched, Shit's Creek. I found that extremely funny. Um, uh, Shit's Creek shows, shows. Oh, Power, Undisputed. That's YouTube. I don't know. Yeah, that is uh, TV as well. Yeah, Undisputed, that, that's on every day. That's like my background noise. Keeps me up with sports. Um, how many did you want me to name? Five. You had three, right, so far? Yeah, that was three. Shows, man. Um, when I was into it, it was one time I was, <laughs> I was into Desperate Housewives at one point. One point. And it wasn't on me. It wasn't on me. I just happened to be around. And shit was, was on. That's what was on. I got invested into it. So at some point it was back. I won't call it a favorite, though. So, never mind. I don't know. That may be it, man. That's hard. That's hard. TV shows? TV shows. Dragon Ball Z? It's a TV show. When I was growing up. Yeah, as a kid, growing up. I mean, I watched the recent one with Jaren. That's my favorite. I like that one. And one more. Any TV show. Good grief. Good grief. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, how much TV shows going on here? Four? I'm sorry, I can't get to five. But it's on the tip of my brain, man. 
no worries. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? All-time? Man, I like music a lot. <laughs> so I got a lot of different things to go from. Oh, shit. Okay, all-time. Kanye West. I'm talking about music. I like, I like Kanye's music. Oh, he's also a Gemini. <laughs> Um, okay, Kanye, Travis Scott, that's kind of like the same, good music, Young Jeezy, for sure, Young Jeezy, uh, you know what, all time, Kid Cudi is, is really dope to me, his last album, uh, Man on the Moon 2, from when he first came out, man, that was a different kind of music. What was that? What was that? That was four. That was four? Yeah. I don't know lie. I like Drake. I like Drake's music. Jimmy Cooks was my latest favorite. Hey, man. I'm sorry if I missed somebody. I know we got the Tupacs and the Tories B.I.G.s. You know, I'm just, you know, it's just so many different options. Very true. I got to put in the weekend, you know, the weekend before it went commercial. He did Dirty Diana and uh, The Morning. Oh, man. That version of The weekend. oh, man, that shit was stupid. Stupid in a good way. Like, amazing. You smoke a joint to some weekend, like back when I first ran into The weekend. What? It was making high for this? Oh, my God. You're done. You're done. You'll be in fucking Pluto Mars. I don't know what to tell you, but the weekend, yeah, he, he's up there, man. See, I, it's hard for me to choose. You can't be asking me these type of questions. You can't limit the five. I know, That's right? Not fair. <laughs> what are three of your most favorite films? Damn, that a tough one too, man. Favorite films, shit. Favorite films, favorite films, man. That's hard, bro. You got to give me a genre or something, man. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a lot coming to mind right now. It's not fair. Okay, Avengers. Avengers. Damn, see, that's... Can we count one and two as one movie? Sure. Infinity War? That was my shit. I ain't going to lie. I, I followed them from high school. Uh, God dang, bro. Favorite. I'll just say uh, I'm doing nobody justice here. Pacific Rim. <laughs> I guess. I guess Pacific Rim. I don't know, man. I can I can go from anywhere, man. That's hard. I like too many movies. What are two foods you can't live without? Hamburgers and pizza. What is one of your guilty pleasures? Guilty pleasures. Uh, uh, porn. Guilty pleasures porn, I guess. Would that count? Yeah, absolutely. I get, yeah, I guess that. I have to be a fan somewhat and be a uh, participant. Speaking of being a participant. In an artistic way. 
what's next for Brooke Cummings? What's coming up soon? What's going to be released soon? What are your plans for this new year? What's coming up for Brooke Cummings? What can the fans expect? Man, coming up, it's going to be a lot, man. We're going to start a Twitch. We're going to start a Twitch channel, uh, gaming. Uh, start doing a lot more lives. We're going to be traveling to Europe, different countries to, to shoot things with amazing people. And things are going to be wonderful, man. Um, it's, a, it's a lot planned for this next, next upcoming year. Very nice. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social media, all of your important links on how they can find your content? All right. So you can find me on Twitter at Brick underscore Cummings. Uh, my Instagram is at Brick Cummings, spelled regular, B-R-I-C-K-C-U-M-M-I-N-G-S. And then we have my OnlyFans. That's at Brick Cummings with two K's as well. I want to say that is it as far as social media is concerned. Uh, those are my main platforms I check, like, daily, you know, throughout the day. Uh, if you ever want to reach out, get in touch with me, you know, you know, say what's up. Just don't come to no weird shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I get enough weird shit every day. I'm, I, I'm done. With the, with the weird shit. I'm a, I'm a human being. Well, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in? For sure, man. I love you guys. And I appreciate all the support and all the fandom that I'm, <laughs> that I'm receiving. You know, it, it's kind of surreal. But, you know, I, I'm humbled that, you know, there's somebody out there I'm making happy. I'm making somebody happy. And that's all that matters, you know, sex, sex workers, you know, we, we get looked at under a different scope or under a different light. But if we provide some type of enjoyment to your day, life, or occasion, whatever that may be, man, I'm just happy that you've allowed me, you know, to invade your space, you know, in a way, and, you know, be a, a provider or something. And, you know, I have something that, that you want, that you want to see, and I'm there, you know, I love it. Thank you. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Brick. Well, thank you, man. Like, this was awesome. I appreciated this. You're welcome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Papi Chulo. Before we go, here's our answer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Thank you for downloading One on One with Papi Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on one-on-one -on -one with Poppy Chulo, visit poppychuloradio.com slash after dark. Follow Poppy Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash poppychulo one-on-one. That's at Poppy Chulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com.
Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. Back to you, Poppy Chulo. Thanks, announcer. And with that, Brick Cummings and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Night, everybody. Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio. And like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week. <laughs>